Pump this up here, huh? There we go. this long guys what's up i'm one of your hosts chris there's our other host who skip oh he's, he's yeah, back man. guys what? Yeah. <laughs> 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 hey turn my headphones on so i need to turn my headphones up yeah Attention deficit order with uh, both hosts this time. Uh, we got it, guys. We're back. Uh, what, what's been up? Oh, um, I don't know. Nothing. Name name uh, uh, name a movie you've seen in the last two weeks. Anything? Oh, uh, do I have to? Matrix Resurrection. Oh, there you go. We'll talk about that. Uh, you should listen to our review of Matrix Resurrections. If you get a chance, I think it's the uh, I think it's the best review out there of the Matrix Resurrections. I'm not going to spoil any of it for you, but hence to say that Keanu does go through the Matrix. You'll you'll have to see for yourself, guys. You have to hear it for yourself. That's uh, I forget what episode that was. It was a couple episodes back. I don't know. But you should also I... you should also listen to that episode too because. That's when I saw a double feature of the Matrix in IMAX up in the city, and before the, uh, in between the first and second showing, a guy had uh, right in front of Target on Mission. You know where that is? Mm-hmm. I already told the story on the podcast, but a guy, two guys squared off and started punching each other with masks on. Two Mexican mm. guys, because they bumped shoulders or something, and uh. then the, and then the, uh, the other Mexican guy, they're, they're punching each other, beating the shit out of each other. Uh, they got a couple shots in here and there, and then they're like, what's up, what's up? And the other guy was real short, and with his girlfriend, a Mexican guy, against a guy probably your height, 
you know, but like like pretty heavy, like a big guy. And okay. uh, so and for reference, I'm five eleven, but I'm only like one seventy five, so I'm actually okay. like trim fighting weight, but sure. Okay, so <clears throat> so then five like eleven, um, you're a chunky guy. Yeah, yeah. So uh, so this guy was uh, uh, and then. Once they're they're talking shit to each other, the guy had a twelve pack of sodas, so he proceeded to open up the sodas and start throwing them at the guy. <laughs> right, and I'm watching this. I'm like, uh oh. And uh, do you know do you know Mission and Fifth? There's a Starbucks right there, and it has a glass uh, a Starbucks connected to a Target, and that goes right into the Metreon. So okay, yeah, <clears throat> connected the, to the Metreon, sure. So, yeah, I know yeah, that. so yeah, That's... so it's that area right there. So and then um so a guy. <laughs> The guy started throwing sodas, and the sodas are bouncing off the big guy because he's blocking him with his forearm. Because mm-hmm. he was like like two feet away, just beaming this guy, and they were bouncing and hitting bystanders walking by. So some ladies coming up the crosswalk, right, and then he throws a soda, bounces up, hits her right in the hip. She's like, ah, I'm like ah, and so I back away, you know, but I can still see through the glass. Mm-hmm. And the uh, and then some other lady starts walking up. My like, hey, don't you don't want to walk that way? They're throwing sodas. She's like, oh shit! And so she cuts out the other way because <laughs> she was gonna walk. She's probably gonna take one right in the head. She walked around that corner. Mm-hmm. It's like Jesus. So a lot of people didn't like the Matrix. That's why. Uh, th- that's why they're throwing sodas. They're arguing over how bad the Matrix was. Is that why? That was happening. Okay, I was trying to yeah. figure out how that connected, but hmm. yeah, that's exactly how it connected. Uh, Matrix Resurrections. The only reason why they made that movie was because Warner Brothers was going to make it anyway. That's the worst reason to make a movie ever. Because he's like, I'm going to put my stamp on it no matter what. That's why they're insulting Warner Brothers in the movie. That's that's the only reason why the movie was made so Warner Brothers wouldn't make it themselves. It, Honestly, like, uh, I mean, it's bad, dude. It's it's a at, desperate at, movie. Yeah, at the end of the goddamn day, I would rather have someone else remake a movie or make a new movie in the series that I created, and not have my name attached to it, than attach my name to the steaming pile of shit that Matrix Resurrections was. Or. And destroy it so no one can do anything else with the story. They're just like, nope. That's I mean, it. honestly, a hack writer can make something of that story, Chris. It's just <clears throat> the fact that now one of the Wachowskis is connected to that steaming pile of shit. Well, yeah, but they were forced to make it. That's the whole problem. Because Warner Brothers has the rights to the movie. It's like, either you want to make it or we're going to make a Matrix movie without you. Yeah, and I would say go ahead and make it without me. And no, see what they were like, no, I would rather, I, I would rather make. They, it's basically this is a fuck you letter to Warner Brothers in a Matrix movie, hmm. and it just negates everything else. And it's a fuck you letter to all the fans that are fans of the Matrix themselves. Um, you know who have thought of it as this like really cool movie for all these years. Uh, they hmm. they bring pull it they pull it down to bullet time. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, yeah, I saw the movie I can't twice. Picture walking out of a movie and being so disappointed 
the, I think the only other movie that's ever given me that sense was um, the last two Star Wars movies. Did you watch the uh, teaser Remember. at the end? Uh, no, I can't say that I stuck around. Okay, I think so, I, the, so there's a teaser at the end. I stuck around. <clears throat> and it's so dumb. All it is is like, oh, we can, cats are big. Let's make it the Mage Cats. Oh, yeah, no, I did see that. Okay. Bullshit. I came back into the theater for that because I was walking out and I heard, <gasps> and I was like, oh, there's an end credit? Okay, and I walked back in and I saw that and I was like, oh, fuck you, and I left. <clears throat> Even more mad than before. Oh, you saw it in the theater? Wow. I did, yeah. My girlfriend and I were both like, I like Matrix 1 an awful lot. That's one of my favorite sci-fi movies it was ever. Because it's on HBO Max. Yeah, HBO, uh, sorry, right. uh, Matrix 2 and 3 are meh. Um, I was hopeful that 4 recaptured the uh, magic of the first Matrix. Did but, you ever watch the Animatrix? I did not. You would like that. That that fits in between two and three, but it's it's a cool little stories. <clears throat> and then the yeah, video they tried game. Yeah, do that with all the Matrix video games, and it never worked out. Well, that one video game was really badass because that fit in between two and three too. No, that was bullshit. I played all the Matrix video games. I hated them all. No, one none of them. Of... None of them was. One of them was where you were Naomi, and it was what she was doing in between you meeting her and one and meeting her in three. Yeah, or meeting her in two and meeting I, her in three. No. I just hated that game, Chris. I don't. I never cared for it. Where you did, where you did flips and shit, slow motion flips and shooting. No, I just thought it was garbage. I, I like that game a lot. I'm like, doof, 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 doof. you know, I was no. way into the Matrix, dude. Uh, Same, but yeah. Matrix One. That's about it. Yeah, but I'm not. I was. I was into the whole thing. I like the movies. I like the lore. I like the whole like atmosphere. You know, at the time, and then it's like, oh well. Uh, no, that's it. I absolutely agree. If <laughs> I wanted they, him to be good so bad, and the last two were such shit. Yeah, if they kept the um, the Matrix movies as rocking and rolling as the first one, I would have been all on board as much of a fanboy for Matrix as I am for Star Wars. But they didn't. I mean, Matrix Two was good. There were fun bits in it. Matrix 3 just got stupid, especially at the end. Like, all of a sudden, it was just like, wait, what? Oh, oh yeah. Goodness. Fucking gracious. Go die already. You know? And then this Matrix 4. I mean. And, and then they'd be little. I and guess, then they just negate all that stuff. Oh, it was a video game. Okay. I, I guess, mean, I guess with Matrix 4, I can I can see your point if you're coming at it from I created this and you want to make more movies in the franchise and I don't want to give you the opportunity. Like if it's really – what is it? Uh, it was Lana Wachowski that yeah. wrote directed this one, The Matrix Resurrections. Mm -hmm. Like if it really was like a, just a big middle finger, like fuck you – to um yeah, they, they even said it they even say it in the movie they mentioned mortar brothers by name saying we're forced to make this new video game whether we want to or not yeah there are warner brothers they say it by name they're, warner brothers is pushing our hand to make this video game they're gonna they're all they're gonna make it without us or not 
And that's yeah, a, see, I maybe didn't pick up on the <clears throat> subjects. I mean, I got the like subtle nods <clears throat> to like bullet time was the thing that like made us famous and um that whole yeah, we need to be able to make um sequels and and whatnot. Um, yeah, yeah, replace that movie. Up on that, replace but, the game with the movies. Right. And that part though was there was not enough subtext there to give me perspective. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah. And so to me, it just was like, yeah, we're, it, it felt like forced humor. Like we're trying to remake these movies to capture the magic. Ha ha ha. I bet we fail. Like that's the way I perceived it. And that pissed me off. Well, people, there's like all these memes going around now with uh, Keanu, like, Oh, matrix one, two, three, just do, do, do fighting everything. Matrix four. <laughs> He's like doing his hand thing. Don't, <laughs> Yeah, his little hand thing. Oh man, annoying. Was, whoa. Yeah, that was stupid too. Like all of a sudden, he's like wimpy Neo, and Trinity has Neo powers. Like, and there there was no like cutover anywhere. Like in Matrix Three, they didn't allude to Trinity having any Neo like powers, but all of a sudden, she does in Matrix Four. Ugh. That was weird. The 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 acting was bad. The uh the scenes between Keanu and Trinity were decent. Um, but like and uh uh Sedgwick, do you did you recognize her from um uh what is it? Love and Monsters. She was the love interest from Love and Monsters. She's the main chick in this one who's running around with the with the shades. Neo, you gotta come with me. Oh, no, I didn't realize that was the chick from Love and Monsters, but yeah. That doesn't mean like a whole she's lot. well. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like this is her biggest role. She's way mm. into this movie. Keanu's walking through this movie in between the John Wick movies. He's like, oh, I'll do this in between coffee, hair. Okay, the movie's done. Bye. You know, he's just walking through sets. And uh, and same with uh, Carrie Ann Moss. She's like, cool. I'll do something. I guess I'm retired, basically. Well, yeah, uh, <laughs> she hasn't done anything since uh, Jessica Jones, right? <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know the last time I've seen her. Jessica and, so, Jones and Daredevil on Netflix. Oh yeah, yeah, was, yeah. Uh, what's her bucket? The lawyer chick. So that was 2016. Uh, 17, 18, maybe for season two of Jessica Jones. But yeah, basically. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. So yeah. So I don't know. The movie's not great. What do you rate it? Uh. Well, I mean, I can't even say that I accept the fact that this was a fuck you to Warner Brothers. It just felt like a shitty rush movie without any of the attempt at magic that the first Matrix movie really captured quite well. Um, so I'm going to say like one out of five fucking um, here we go again. I don't know. <laughs> Was... <clears throat> or I know I, I also know Kung Fu. Yeah. Oh my God. It was so sure bad. I still it, know. It, it, it really made my heart hurt to watch this movie. I still know Kung Fu. Okay, I saw this thing in uh, IMAX, IMATRAX, uh, up in the city twice, you know, wanting it to be good. Walking out after the first showing and walking right over under the building they jumped off of. I'm like, oh, there it is. <clears throat> it's basically right across the street from the Metreon. Mm. 
I'm like, okay, that building they were on top of at the very end, fighting off the helicopters and shit. So, so I just walked over there. I'm like, oh, it's a Trinity. Yeah, and uh, and it's like a back alleyway on the side they jumped off of, so I can totally see them setting up film crew there and everything. Uh, yep. This is where they film the Matrix, guys. Uh, I don't know. Damn it, where did my... Alright, that's the most recent movie you've seen? Um, I mean, no, I've probably seen others. That's the last I saw in the theater. Oh. I haven't seen Spider-Man yet. Um, <clears throat> oh, really? Spider-Man No Homo? You? It's... Yeah, man, it's amazing. Everything going on. Uh, it's coming out on video, <laughs> I think, late February 28th. Well, regardless, the, the last movie I saw in the theater was Matrix Limp Erection. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I can't get it up. Whoa. <laughs> he does have problems. That's why he's back in the Matrix. He's trying to get it up. Trinity, help me get my Matrix re-erection. Masai, I don't work like that anymore. I'm married with kids. Have your kids help me. What? No. They're geez. not real. They're in the Matrix. That gets dark awful fast at that rate. They're not real. Nothing here is real. That's why I tried to jump off a building. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, what's this? Uh, Neil Patrick Harris. Oh, my cat's name, Deja Vu. It's horrible. Yeah, he was like the worst uh, villain. Uh, he was not a good Mr. Smith. All he did was stop time and talk. That's all he did. Yeah. I mean, like, I feel like I've seen him in other movies where he's been like a psychopath or crazy or something, you know? Like the bad guy, basically. And he's done a really good job of that, but this was lazy writing. It felt like more than anything else. Oh, yeah. It was just like, okay. It was just like enough writing to get to the next scene. Yeah. <clears throat> well, yeah. I, I mean, I don't. There were kernels of interesting truth in there, right? Like, you can manipulate humans on like a group level. And get way further than if you manipulate an individual. And that's kind of what I remember Neil Patrick Harris basically saying. Like, we're manipulating all your emotions at once, not just any one person's. Um, I mean, that's how, like, Trump or someone like that gets elected. You know, play on enough people's fears or negative emotions. Oh, yeah. Do it. Yeah, you, you just manipulate emotions. Emotions are so easy manipulated. But, I mean, at the end of it all, it really felt like nothing happened in this movie. Yeah, that's what I mean. Nothing did. It was just like, whoop de doop de doo nothing. Okay. <clears throat> Some of the shots look cool in IMAX. The opening shot on IMAX where it comes in um, um, and the whole thing of it being a, a transgender movie or a like a sub like the whole thing to begin with is a subtext to transgenderism 
And like the red pill isn't actually an estrogen pill. Mm-hmm. From <laughs> from from the beginning. Okay. Um. Where? I got no trans subtext out of any of this movie, but okay. Well, the first word in this movie is trans communication. <gasps> so it's communicating with trans. <laughs> <laughs> that means the same thing. Okay. <laughs> okay, let's do uh, CES. 2022. Will there be future fuck robots? Of course. Will the nerds finally triumph without needing a human touch? This is CS 2022 I wish I could go, but I can't. Oh, well. Yeah, Ten. you wouldn't want to go to Vegas right now anyway with Omicron and all. Oh. I mean, that sounds like a bad idea. Well, we had Omicron on the other week. He was all right. Okay, what have you seen in CES? Jack and shit. Okay, I have a list. There's a curved 55-inch monitor. 4K. You put the thing um, vertical, and it curves up over your head. And you can divide it into three different big screens. That's pretty nice. Uh, I can see people with three of those in the future on their offices. Uh, They had short throw projectors that you can combine to make a huge 120-inch screen. If you have the space for it. Yeah, that sounds like a big factor right off the bat. But you can do it. That's the whole point. Uh, They have put out a 97-inch... Um, OLED TV. I think it's Q OLED now is the new thing now. OLED is out. Now it's quantum dot organic light emitting diodes. You know, so, so you throw a buzzword like quantum and that suddenly means you get to pay brand new prices all of a sudden? Well, no. Each, I guess, um, each has now uh, four instead of one light. Yeah, that means jack and shit. So instead of, you know how, like, um, you know how LEDs have one light on them? You know, if you look at an LED light, it's like pink. And at each tip, there'll be four. That's what I I think they're saying. I don't know. Don't look at me. Quantum refers to, like, sub-molecular, sub-atomic level interactions between things. And I guarantee you, none of those TVs are quantum. It's just a buzzword. Well, no. Yes, yes. It is a buzzword. Yeah, they're not like, oh, Space Bender. Like, what, is this yeah. thing Ben Space? No, but it sounds cool, doesn't it? I guess no, so. <laughs> it just sounds annoying. It's Space Bender. Now, I mean, so, you can get quantum <clears throat> levels, you know? So, like, hearing quantum TV just annoys me. Quantum Dot. It's Quantum Dot TV. Well, you're going to hear it a lot with all the new TVs. It's a quantum, so quantum, quantum. Watch, you're going to hear it everywhere now that you've mentioned it. So, Probably. <laughs> now that you've mentioned it, all your ads pop up. Like, Quantum.tv. You'll be like, what the fuck? 
So, um, so Panasonic, so Samsung is making the screens for the LG TVs, mm-hmm. and Samsung is partnered with Xbox. So hopefully they'll make. Um, so hopefully, what I'm hoping is, is that the um, they'll integrate the Xbox app into the future TVs. You know, hopefully they fucking bring the price down on those uh, expansion drives. That's all I can hope for. Oh. Two hundred dollars. For a terabyte is fucking stupid. Yes. Well, I've seen like <clears throat> like the PlayStation ones, two terabytes over 300 bucks. Well, that's stupid too. Like I can go and buy a five terabyte, six terabyte expansion drive for my PC and spend maybe 150 bucks. Well, all you need to do is um, with, the ser- with the Series S and the X, Pop. The only thing you have to do is load in the movie or the games onto the hard drive that you really want to play. Yeah, but that's a pain in the ass when it's not just me wanting to play certain games where my kids have things they want to play too. Well, they can play them off that hard drive. They just won't be... Um... You cannot play anything off of a standard hard drive that is X and S optimized. So, for instance, like, one of my kids plays Rainbow Six all the damn time. I never do. I would keep that on the hard drive and let him play it off of there, except it won't launch. It has to be on the internal drive, or it has to be on the Seagate expansion. And that's it. Yes. How many, uh, and that's a, um, how many, how much memory do you have on that? Um, well, I have an S, so I think the internal memory is like 500 gigs. Okay, yeah. Like six to eight games, depending on what's on there. And at least Siege, like Rainbow Six Siege, is like 55, 60 gigs. And they keep adding more. Yeah. And so, like, if I want to have memory in the Xbox that allows him to play that game when he wants, I have to spend $220. On a terabyte of memory. That is stupid expensive. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I've been um I for me, all I'm doing with mine is just flipping games around. Yeah, I do that for the games I want to play, but yeah. you know, there are times where like there's a few things I want to be able to play and I can't I have to pick and choose so I don't impact him because he's not gonna sit there and wanna transfer stuff back and forth. There are things I have to keep on the memory so he can get to them. Same with my other kids. Like, yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah, so yeah, memory is the biggest pain in the ass right now with the future consoles. But it's cheap and that's the stupid shit. I don't know why they make it so expensive. Same with PlayStation. $900 for five terabytes. Like what? Mm-hmm. That's like that's more than that's twice the fucking console cost. It's like what the fuck? And people do it. People that have money, they're like, oh, okay, Boop. just pop that right in. Yeah, no I have. Um, I have one of the one terabyte expansion drives on my uh, Amazon queue, and I'm just waiting for them to tell me it's on sale. Yeah, yeah. I think they're going to. I've heard that they're going to make other companies are going to start making 
the same type that won't be as expensive. Well, that would be ideal, but I'm not going to hold my breath. That's what they're going to do. Probably. I mean, I have a four terabyte hard drive attached to my Xbox now. And I do the transfer game back and forth. And there are plenty of games that aren't X and S optimized so they can play from that hard drive. That's fine. But just having to be that involved in memory drives me crazy. Oh, well. Sorry. That's Mm -hmm. Xbox. They just wanted to get these consoles out there. They didn't give a shit. Like, oh shit, memory. Yeah. It's powerful. We got but we only got a terabyte. Well, they should have been each your should have been a terabyte. The Series X should have been two terabytes. Uh and then bam, right there. Problem at solved. Least. You know, yeah, at least a terabyte. It's like, come on. That's normal now. The uh, what was the other? Like I'm playing all my Xbox games, uh, like not well unless I'm not if I'm not at home I play them all in the cloud. So I don't like I can play Grand Theft. Auto. There's so many cloud games now; it's crazy. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a decent connection. Like uh, for my lunch breaks and stuff, I'll play like um, multiplayer Halo. You know, I'm used to the lag because there is like a two second delay lag with the sound. But I'm used to it, so I know how to play. Uh, Wait, is this on the uh, the Xbox Cloud? Platform? Yeah, X Cloud. Gotcha. So you can play most game. Like, there's at least thirty, forty games on there more that I can play at once. So I can play Grand Theft Auto on the cloud. Mm-hmm. I can play Gunk. You know, I was playing that a little bit. Um, Elder Scrolls, all those games. Yeah, I downloaded Gunk. I haven't played it yet. It looked interesting. <clears throat> it's all right. It's a kid's game. It's like, oh, suck up all this gunk. Okay, hop around here. Okay, look at this thing. Scan all these things. Great. 50 achievement points. Now, I've been um, mostly playing Halo multiplayer. And... I think, yeah, as far as gaming goes, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's my bread and butter. Essentially nothing. Yeah, Halo's but what's what I've been playing. Uh, mostly. That's my bread and butter. I'm doing pretty good. Because everyone yeah. else is playing Call of Duty. So there's only hard... Like, right now, a Halo is the go-to shooter. Call of Duty is shitting the bed. Vanguard? Yeah, um, Vanguard is shitting the bed. Battlefield has always shit the bed and is still shitting the bed. So the only consistently playable multiplayer is, right now, is Halo. You can get into matches, you can play, there's constant connections. Um, There's no, there's minimal, like, I've noticed minimal lag here and there. But uh, overall, no, it's a, uh, I'd say it's the most consistent multiplayer that's new route right now. Gears is still consistent because that's all um, its own servers. But is anyone surprised that 
Call of Duty shitting the bed? I mean, well, people were all have been playing, you know, the 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 battle royale for months and weeks. You know, like yeah, it was great. Come on, guys, for dance. Oh my god, Verdansk is so great. Then they get the new one. Oh, uh, Pacific, they're like, hey, this sucks. So what's going on again? <laughs> yeah, so, well, I mean, just Vanguard seemed to be like a huge step backwards. Yes, Vanguard and um, Warzone Pacific. Whatever, I don't even play Call of Duty anymore because it's gotten so bad now. I don't know. I I just I don't know. If if it's free, I'll play it. But even then, I'm just like I don't know. I just have no interest in running into it anymore. I'm having more fun playing Halo. Mm-hmm. And play. Uh, they call it Tactical Slayer now. It used to be called Slayer. No, no, no. They call it no Tactical. <coughs> no, it used to be called SWAT. Now it's called Tactical Slayer. So SWAT is no shields. So one mm. shot kill. She's like, put it, put it, put it. You don't even know where the shots are coming from. It's like, ah, ah, oh, ah. So it's like a ranked match kind of slayer. Gotcha. Yeah. She's like, put it, put it, put it, put it. Uh, yeah. Ranked match is uh, two to the chest, one to the head. But with slayer, it's one to the head. Or it's three because they shoot in bursts. Like, I don't know. That's pretty decent. Okay, so CES <laughs> 2022. Color-changing BMW car. Now, all the thieves are going to use that. All the jewelry thieves. I can see it. They're going to use it in a movie pretty soon, watch. The Rock will drive it. Did you see that thing? No. So, it's a BMW that changes. The whole thing just changes colors. The rims and the whole vehicle itself. And they have multiple colors, but oh. Um, then Sony is getting into the electric cars with the V2, the Sony V2 car. So we'll see how that fucking is. It's like, hey, oh, it's going to have a PlayStation engine. It'll run on a PS5. It's going to be pretty crazy. The... um. Oh, and uh, Samsung made a lamp projector. So it looks like a lamp, but it's an actual projector that you can pop up onto the wall. Looks all right. For TV? Yeah. Hmm. It's a uh, Samsung freestyle projector as a smart TV, speaker, and lamp. So, you know those old school lamps, you know, with the fucking the U shape and they sit... Mm-hmm. Like those old 70s lamps. It looks like that sort of. <laughs> but it has a built-in speaker. I don't know. And they had a, a robot there that was talking, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, runners are using augmented reality to race against avatars now in reality. Like, I'll catch you, you motherfucker. That's freaky, right? So, it's basically, you know, like what we do with um, ghost cars and driving games. Mm. So, picture that. Picture a runner in front of you while you're running with your augmented reality on. She's like, ooh, trying to catch him up, trying to catch up to him. 
Or even passing him. I have no idea. Hmm. Um, oh, a solar-powered remote control. What? I'm just having a hard time picturing that last thing. Well, picture yourself with augmented reality glasses on, right? Mm-hmm. Or glasses on. And then there's a runner in front of you, like a blue avatar. Mm-hmm. You know, like right in front of you running. But he's running your past lap. Okay. So say you did a lap on this one route before, like this two-mile run. Mm-hmm. It'll be basically your runner. You know, just like in driving games. How you have your ghost car. You know? Yeah. It's the same thing. But in, be fair. I'm just still. Uh, <laughs> it's fine. We can move on. Okay, then just because I have hard a hard time picturing shit doesn't mean it's not. And your and your favorite word here, quantum dot technology. Eat a dick. I'm what <laughs> makes makes its way to gaming monitors thanks to Alienware and Samsung. QD OLED displays for um for uh I was saying 97 inch is probably going to be up past $15,000 easy. People are like, well, "Oh, I'll just get 3 of those." What? They have to have a new reason to charge people a bajillion dollars for new TVs cuz really it's just incremental improvements in the same technology. They're just like well, now um, there's a big enough leap in between the uh, first and last generations for the LGs to where I might consider getting one this year. I don't know yet. Like a nice 65 inch or something. But but I'll get last year's model because it'll be like half the price. <laughs> it'll be like like half the price. No, I'll get the, the, the uh, like they're coming out with the G2. I'll get the G1. Yeah, like the G2 would be, oh, $8,000. Oh, the G1? Oh, $12,000? $1,200? Here we go. <laughs> right? Well, if you're looking to rehome uh, a newer TV, just let me know, because I could use a new, new one. I just haven't gone to buy one yet. Well, I haven't gone to buy one either. I'm looking. I know. I'm just saying, if you decide to go the G1 or the G12 or whatever route. The G12? I'm going to get it. And you get a G6. And then the uh it's called the uh Trichroma Laser TV. It's the uh well the one I was telling you. It's the 120 inch trichroma laser TV. Uh that would be cool if you had a wall big enough. So do that big like, oh, who needs a theater? We got a 120 inch. And it's a short throw projector too, so basically from where like your wall is to like a PC, it's like boom. It could be from a foot away. So you put it on the coffee table or you put it on the stand in front of the wall. Pew! So short throw projectors are pretty cool, hmm. and they're about the same I mean, price as a big TV. What? Well, I just really want people to focus on like home robot kind of shit right now because i'm tired of vacuuming and well just get get a roomba for six hundred dollars no 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 i need a fucking rosie from the jetsons that will do everything happy birthday polly Mm -hmm. happy birthday all that shit for me and all good 
Well, remember that's, that one? Remember that one we were showing different. last? There was one that we were showing last year. It did the dishes, set the table. Remember, uh, cleared the table, put the dishes away. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was a Samsung robot. So they're they're close to it. They're, they're, I say they're five years away from a robot that can work in your house. Yeah, I just wanted to do everything. I don't want to have to do laundry anymore. I don't want to have to fucking vacuum. I don't want to have to set the table or cook. Like, just handle that shit for me. Because they've had them go through um, those uh, those American Ninja courses and pass them. So, like the basic ones, like the foot ones, not like the rope swings and stuff, but like, like the off-centered um, ramps where you jump side to side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have some crazy shit. They do like the basic stuff, full backflips. Yeah, so we're pretty close, guys. No, the Boston Dynamic robots. Yeah, that's entirely different. Well, yeah, that's but... what I'm talking. Like those type of robots, like they'll be huge and cumbersome inside your house. Like Jesus, mm-hmm. oh, we're gonna have to design new doors for these robots to fit in these houses. Robot doors. So yeah, I don't know. So CES guys, check it out. If you want to. If not, don't. Okay. And uh yeah, Bob Saget dead at sixty-five. I know. God damn. That's um, crazy. Uh I don't know. Did he get all three shots? What's he saying? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> That's the rumor. Uh-huh. That's the rumor. Uh is there yeah, a rumor that he's a pedophile? I keep hearing this all over the place now. I've never heard that rumor. I haven't heard it either, but maybe we're in the dark. I have no idea. But well, I think more than likely it's like 4chan or 8chan or 12chan or whatever chan we're on now trying to gin up rumors like that. Maybe. Yeah, you're probably right. But still, or was he in the Epstein logs? With the with the Giselle case, was he in there? I have no idea. Uh, I mean, not that I ever saw pop up, and I followed that Epstein Ghislaine Maxwell uh, pretty closely. Why like, did they put but, out any names in there? Uh, I mean, names popped up, but none were confirmed. Like Bill Clinton's name popped up, and hey. um, <laughs> like who else? Um, Jeff Bezos, uh, Bill Gates, um, Chris Tucker. Yeah, like a ton of, <clears throat> of well-known names popped up in relation to all of that Epstein nonsense, but it all seemed to die down pretty quickly. Like elites taking care of their own, you know. Well, it's so weird. They did it all over the holidays too. <clears throat> They're like, let's do the most one of the biggest cases in a long time over the holidays. Between the 29th and the 31st of last year. Exactly. No one's going to pay attention. No one cares. Everyone's on vacation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was so set up. It was crazy. Yep. No, but that's exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, what? <clears throat> no one's paying attention. They're all thinking about gifts uh, they're trying to open. So Yeah, no one pays it. That's like the dead zone of news and everything else. Everyone's with their families doing whatever mm-hmm. the fuck. You know, come on. Everyone's going to movies and hanging out with their families. <clears throat> it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Whew. 
Uh, what was the other <laughs> Oh, I don't know. Actually, uh, give me one sec. Oh, man, I should have taken notes. Uh, what was that? Uh, you're not taking notes? Come on. No, I, no we had Bob show, Saget had, dead. No, that during the show I have been. No, just stuff uh, I've been doing over the past. I don't know how long it's been since I've last been on the show. Uh, I don't know, uh, a couple, four weeks? Something um, like that. It seems to be about once a month I can make it in. Um, <laughs> God damn it. No, there was a couple things I watched that I really wanted to talk about. And now I can't remember. Hmm. Uh-uh. I know. It's fucking annoying. Um... God. Oh, uh, Wheel of Time on Amazon. Have you started watching that finally? No. What am I watching here? No, I haven't started watching that. All right. So Not I yet. finished the Wheel of Time. Um, this is, I, I want to say eight episodes. It might be ten. But it's eight episodes on Amazon Prime uh, based on one of my very favorite series of novels when I was younger. <coughs> and... I got to say they did a really good job adapting the source material into an episodic TV format. Like, you know, a lot of the time when they take like a book or a comic or something and they try and adapt it, they try to do too much. They try and bring in too much. Yeah, yeah. And then there's the flip side where they don't and you just lose all types of context. Like this show does a really good job of bringing in the important bits, the important relationships, the important factions, the important backstory, and making it into a compelling story that differs from the books, but not so much you can't recognize it, and you can't nod your head and go, I remember that in the books. It's like out of place, but it makes sense the way they kind of tweaked it, given what they're doing. Like it's a really well done adaption of this series of novels. So first season's done. Second season is filming. I don't know release date or anything, but Wheel of Time on Amazon, well worth it if you like the high fantasy and I don't know, crazy story or world building kind of fantasy stuff. What do you rate it? <coughs> Hello. Uh, check, check. First season? Um, <clears throat> hmm. um, the wheel of time. Yeah, the first wheel. Um, wheel. I, I will say 3.75 out of 5. Um, Wheels of time? No. <laughs> We're running out of Wheels of Time. 3.75 out of 5. Um, smashed Trollocs. Smashed Trollocs. Okay. Okay, real quick, guys. The Golden Globes were not televised last night. Damn it. Skip was so bummed out. He had his Dude, popcorn ready. I, <laughs> he had his champagne. Not only that, I smashed my 65-inch TV, Chris, which is why I was asking if you had one to donate. Uh, see? See what happens, guys, when you don't televise the Golden Globes? Especially for me. 
things get broken and fuck you cuz there God wasn't damn. there wasn't even a ceremony whatsoever it was just a blog of the nominations and the winners oh my goodness <laughs> it wow. has been reduced they went like super low fucking tech <clears throat> it was ridiculous cuz i even forgot it was happening cuz uh, i was watching i think i was watching yellow jackets or something like that and I checked my Twitter. I'm like, oh, shit, the Golden Globes? I thought they were just going to announce them. But it was a live blog of the winners, and it was so boring. I, I, I was like, this is stupid. Mm-hmm. And people were going, this is pathetic. Like, oh, and Twitter, and they're all like the Golden Globes on Twitter are trying to be like, okay, guys, get ready for your next your next winner. It was horrible. So, um Encanto won for uh, Best Animated Picture. That makes sense. Uh, I wanted uh, Ryan the Last Dragon to win. That was better. Oh, that was the same year. I guess it was. Yeah, I just saw Encanto, too. I guess I should have mentioned that one. but Encanto? Not. I didn't see it in the theater. Incontinent? I was like, oh, it's about an old Spanish lady who's incontinent. Is that what it's about? (laughs) So, here we go. What? More or less. <laughs> See, I told you. Uh, best, um, No Time to Die. Did you watch that yet? Actually, I did. I, I guess I've been watching a lot of movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like oh, no James. Uh, that, I will say, is four and a half out of five. Uh, new blown up, blown up bonds. Yeah. <laughs> I won't make it, Miss Money Penny. It's like, no shit. <clears throat> that was a good Bond movie, man. That was great in IMAX. Yeah. Uh, action. Yeah, so they won for No Time to Die. I saw that twice in the theater. Uh, they won for No Time to Die. And then Best Screenplay with Kenneth Branagh for Belfast. I haven't seen it yet, so I have no idea. Over Adam McKay for Don't Look Up. Did you watch that yet? I have not. Oh, that's right up your alley. You'd like that. Uh, make that put that on your list of date night movies. Uh, let's see, best screenplay motion picture, Licorice Nipples. Uh, over Paul Thomas Anderson's Licorice Nipples. Um, uh, best foreign language. Who gives a shit? Uh, <laughs> I didn't watch any of them. Uh, drive my I mean, car. Really, Chris, that sentiment right there <clears throat> describes my entire reaction to all the Golden Globes. So. I know, I know. Dr- <laughs> Original motion picture score, Dune, of course. Did you watch Dune yet? Dune. Yeah, I saw that opening weekend. We talked about that. The okay, last that's time right, that's right. Dune was a great movie. It was my, one of my top five movies of the year. Fuck yeah, that was an awesome movie. Um, that one, winner over French Dispatch, Encanto. Power of the Dog and Parallel Mothers. I haven't seen it. I've seen uh, French Dispatch, Power of the Dog, but I haven't seen Parallel Mothers or Encanto. Uh, Best Supporting Actress, Sarah Snook wins for her butt in succession over Jennifer Coolidge for White Lotus. Kathleen Denver for Dope Sick. Oh. Uh, and okay, and uh, best supporting actor is Oh Ying Su for Squid Game. Bullshit. It should have been Karen Culkin. Not Oh Squid Game was not that great, guys. 
Stop getting on the nuts of Squid Game. Wait, did I hear you correctly? You haven't watched Encanto yet? I have not watched Encanto. Wow, I've seen a movie you haven't, Chris. I'm not that interested in animation that much. I haven't seen um, Coco either. Or... Coco was good. That's the other one. I don't have little kids anymore, so I don't, I'm don't. i watching these movies. <laughs> like, my, yeah, my daughter think... and I are going to see Scream uh, this week. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, fair. Like, my girlfriend and I have a couple 11-year-olds, which <clears throat> only one of the two really wants <sighs> to watch movies like that, but yeah. we end up. Encanto's good. Like, it's... It's a Disney animated musical and but there are good themes in it the animation is fantastic and really some of the musical numbers when they get into the animation around them are fucking trippy so it's fun from that perspective in canto okay here we go anyway yeah kate winslet wins for best performance by an actress um michael keaton wins for dope sick for best performance by an actor that's a good show that's a good. That's on um, Hulu. I'm chipping mm. away at that show here and there. It's just about how the doctors are pushing drugs onto different people. Uh, mm. Let's see, like small town, like here, try some mm. oxycotton. This would be great. Right. Uh, limited series anthology is underwater underground underwater railroad. <laughs> mm. That would be interesting. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, wow, the Underwater Railroad. So that's the Underground Railroad on Amazon Prime. I didn't watch it. Uh, Mayor of Easton should have won. Dope Sick was in there, too. Uh, Gene Smart wins for Hacks. Who gives a shit? Jason Sudeikis wins for Ted Lasso. Of course he does. Uh, Michael J. Uh, Rodriguez wins for Pose. Who cares? Jeremy Strong for Succession. Yes. Hacks wins for Best Comedy. I guess so, but only Murders in the Building should have won. Succession wins for Best Drama. Of course it did. Uh, Andrea Del Beast wins for uh, West Side Story. Uh, Cody Smick Fee for Power of the Dog. Oh, come on. Really? Cody Smith Fee. Cody Smith McPhee. Whatever. Just because he's a serial killer. Spoiler alert. Uh, best director. Power of the Dog. Jane Campion. Over Denny, Denny's Villeneuve for Dune. Bullshit. That's bullshit. These guys obviously didn't watch Dune and IMAX. Uh... Renee Zellweger wins for Sucking on a Lemon. West Side Story. Andrew Garfield wins for playing uh, Spider-Man in Tick, Tick, Boom. Nicole Kidman wins for playing... (laughs) I turned that movie off 15 minutes in, The Ricardos. Being The Ricardos. I don't know, something about that movie. Maybe I'll give it Uh, another chance. That's right, Nicole Kidman was playing... um, Lucy, Lucille Ball. The ball, yeah. It just didn't jive with me. I, I watched like 15 minutes. I'm like, what am I doing? And then boom, right back into Halo multiplayer. Um, <laughs> well, well, priorities, Chris. I mean, <laughs> I know. I'm like, I need to rank up here. 
It's a it's a samurai week, and there's a samurai armor that I need to get for him. Oh man. <laughs> uh, let's see. <clears throat> Nicole Kid or no, Will Smith wins for yelling at his daughters in King Richard for best actor in a drama. All he has to do is start Watch. crying, and he wins a drama. What? I yeah, I watched that movie, and holy fuck, like again, not something I would have picked, but that ugh. you best be playing tennis. I'm trying, Dad. I'm trying. It just we'll play tennis. It felt like that fucking um, what's that movie with Michael Jackson's dad? I don't know. Yeah, where he's just abusing his kids all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh. Anyway, sorry. Let's see. Um, uh, West Side Story wins for best musical over Licorice Nipples, Tick, Tick, Boom, Don't Look Up. Best drama, Dune should have won or Coda, The Power of the Dog. That's on Netflix if you want to watch that fucking movie. I saw it already. It's a good movie. Um, Which movie? The Power of the Dog. By who? I it. Anyway, it didn't pop up on my radar. Okay, here we go. First movie, ready? Three, two, one, go. Mm-hmm. Oh. I should look it up first, right? Okay, it's my first movie in the theaters, twenty twenty two, guys. Um. This movie has been delayed a year. It is. What do you think it is? The 355. Well, damn it, you didn't let me guess. Oh, sorry. When top secret weapon falls into mercenary hands, a wild card CIA agent joins forces with three international. Mysterious women who's tracking their every move. This is the 355, starring Jessica Chastain as Mace Mason, Penelope Cruz as Garcia Rivera, Bing Bing Fan as Ling Ming Shi. Diane Kruger, Freddy Krueger's daughter, as Mari Schmidt, Jason Fleming as Asian Clark, Pablo Skoldala. Boom. Three, five, five. Yes. Did I see this movie twice? Yes, I did. Why? Because there's nothing else to do. And there are free tickets. And. Uh, there's some good sound design I liked when the when they when the gun because this was in a um, uh, AMC Dolby theater, so when the f- gunshots went off, you felt them in your back. So thug, 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 thug. there's a part where she's using a silencer. It's like thug, 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 thug. but uh, overall, so the plot is they're stealing. They uh, there's one. It's basically a hard drive. That if you when you plug it in, you can plug it in anywhere and you can control everything. You know, mm-hmm. one of those. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. this is it, guys. So basically, oh, you want this plane to f- crash? Okay, beep, 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 beep. Okay, planes crashed. 
Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I just shut off all the power to Bogota, Colombia. Yeah, one of those. So, yep. Yeah, it's like the skeleton key that allows you to do everything that you yeah. could ever want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sebastian Stan is in this movie. Um, Edgar Rodriguez. Um, I don't know who that is. Oh. <laughs> Come on, Edgar Rodriguez. Come on, Edgar. Oh, Lapita Nyong'o. She's one of the other chick. I'm like, where'd she go? So it's like five chicks running around. Uh, this movie bombed. Okay, when I went to see it, okay, there's like there's two seats empty next to me, then four people, right? And then mm-hmm. I look to my right, empty. <laughs> this is Thursday night, opening night, just poof, empty. Like, uh-uh. I mean, that kind of makes sense given. So. Omicron and um, o- Omicron. Yeah. Hey, I just got a COVID test. I'm fucking clean. Mm-hmm. Ugh. I got tested for Omicron. Hey, I just got a COVID test back Sunday. I'm clean. So, um, unless you've been infected since. Uh oh. Dun dun. No. God damn you, Omicron. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, if uh, it was Omicron, shouldn't we be worried about our planet getting eaten by a giant robot? I know, exactly. He was on here. That's what I'm saying. We interviewed him. The uh, the Omicron. Gotcha. So these... Uh, so yeah, nobody was in this theater at all. I look uh, above me, nobody. There's maybe 12 people in this theater. Like, even for Scream, there's not that many people. You know, they canceled the premiere of Scream. Uh, which was last week. Again, makes sense. Uh, because of Omnicron. So, I don't know. But I'm still going to the movie theaters. I'm not like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I. You know, the thing is that, again, where I work in healthcare, I get to see things. And, um, like, at this point just in the Bay Area in California, which is one of the better vaccinated and boosted parts of the country. And, you know, they have pretty strong masking mandates inside businesses and buildings and whatnot. Um, 20% of the people who get tested at my company end up getting admitted to the hospital. The highest percentage of similar people previously was... June to August of 2020 and that was 9% of people so right now almost or a little more than double the people are being admitted to the hospital that were in what right when Delta I guess started kicking off really so Things are bad right now. I think people are getting nervous, is all. Oh. Well, I'm still going to the movies, guys, and I'm still seeing the three, five, five. Were there 355 different variants of the COVID vaccine or disease in the theater? Maybe. But did I go see the, the- movie? Yes. Yes. Was I inhaling popcorn the whole time? Yes. 
Was I eating peanut M&Ms? Yes. Yes. Um, I'll sprinkle some COVID on my uh, popcorn. Uh, yeah, no one was there, guys. Nobody. And uh, and it, I don't think it was COVID that was keeping them away. I think it was the movie. <laughs> they're like, oh, they're using COVID as an excuse. Like, oh, yeah, I couldn't go. COVID, that Omnicron. Yeah. I don't want to... Uh... Whew. So, yeah, it was an okay move. It had some good action. Uh... Some shaky cam action, but, uh, you know, hot chicks on the screen is basically what you went to go see the movie for. And that's what it was. It was Jessica Ch- It was, like, basically, like, Jessica Ch- Chastain's like, hey, what are we going to do? And it's just a shot of her face. It's like, hey, what are we going to do, guys? Look at my jawline. You're like, What? Yeah, I, I don't know who directed this movie. Let me look. Oh, Simon Kinberg. Okay, there we go. He's a pervert. God damn Simon Kinberg. Uh, what did he do? I oh, did the screenplay for Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Okay, whatever. Um, he hasn't done anything great. The screenplay is Teresa Ramdeck or Rabbeck. Ryback, I don't know. So, I don't know. It was a good, um. It was a good action movie. First mo- time in the theater, 2022. Yes, I went and saw it twice. Yes, it was funny the second time because I knew it was going to happen. A lot of backstabbing. A lot of uh, espionage, chicks running around in slacks, kicking people in the balls. Uh, let's see, what did the people say about it here? Storyline is predictable. No shit. Oh, all the tw- all the plot, all the twists were given away in the trailer. Uh, I didn't watch the trailer, dude. So none of them were given away for me. Even though I saw it all. A mile away. Yeah. The 355, guys. Are you going to watch this movie? Where'd it go? Where is it? Okay, there it is. Uh, 355, uh, 3 to 5 beer holes, 3 to 5 by holes. Three to five shots to the head. Two out of five shots to the head, sorry. Um, yeah, there's a lot of head shots. Uh, another movie I want to rent real quick is uh, C for Me. Oh, here we go. There we go. Boom. C for Me. Uh, excuse me, Jesus. <clears throat> C for me. There it is, C for me. 2021, I thought this was new, whatever. Wow, wow, wow. 
home One more time to breathe To leave my home when, Sof- when blind former skier Sophie Cat sits in a secluded mansion, three thieves invite, invade for, the, for a hidden save. Sophie's only defense herself against the invaders. Kelly helps Sophie defend herself against the invaders in See For Me. Eyes without a face Eyes without a face Eyes without a face Got no human race Eyes without a face Keep the dream alive Now it makes me sad It makes me kind of blue Loving what was you I Okay, so what, what the hell did I just come back to? Your eyes without a face Got no human race Your eyes without a face Sorry, still doesn't explain <clears throat> what the hell I came back to. See for me, it's a movie. Oh. Um, you missed my... You missed my great um, breakdown of Hot Chicks Faces in 355. Mm-hmm. But now C for me is a blind chick is taking care of a house. Puts a tracker collar on the cat she's feeding so she can beat the cat. Mm-hmm. Um, then C for me is an actual app that helps blind people at home. Mm. I don't know if it's real or not, but it sounds like it could be real. Because like somebody like you call them up, go, hey. Is this milk expired? You know, they'll read the expiration date on the milk. Mm. You know, stuff like that. So, this one, hey, help me. There's intruders in the house. Um, they called 911, but then she has to hide, so she calls the See For Me app. And the chick's like, her eyes around the house. Don't go there. They're right in there. <laughs> I mean, why does uh, that app just call Liam Neeson with his special set of skills? That's right. Uh, he's he's in a new movie coming out soon. A new action movie. Mm-hmm. Liam Neem. Uh, so this movie is, is Adam York. Okay, Adam York. Michael York's kid? I don't know who he is. I'm thinking of Adam Yao from Radiohead. <laughs> I'm thinking I'm like, of Michael York from fucking uh, Logan's Run. Adam York is a producer actor known for Burger Burger in 2019, Mia Permia in 2020, and Sweet. I don't know who the fuck, man. I don't know who this guy was. So basically, Burger. Yeah, they break into the house. Shit goes down. 
um, people, uh, you know, the, the Thebes, you know, at one point she's using the phone to aim a gun and shoot people with. <laughs> so she's like, okay, a little to the left, a little to the right. Okay, okay, tad to the left. Okay, shoot, shoot. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's really like uh, full service disability kind of. Oh, dude, she's kid. committing murder for this kid. But it's more like home invaders, so she's protecting this girl. Yeah, I mean, it's not murder at that point if you're defending yourself. It's uh, it's self-defense. It really is. And she's, I mean, in other situations, sure, it would be accessory to commit murder because she's saying, point the gun over two inches to the right. Oh, wait, no, half an inch. Okay, pull. Like, in general, yeah, that wouldn't be good, but... Um, because someone's trying to break in, it's like in uh, Last House on the Left, you can chainsaw someone in half because of that shit. Oh, yeah. These guys are going to fives. Blind, five blind break-ins. Premise is a new thing. Isn't anything new, and neither is the execution. But disabled people and home invasion setup is a very tense hour. <laughs> this guy's like one star. Meh. This is getting old. Like zombie movies, everyone wants to make one. We now have the female empowerment movie of the week. Everyone is making one where female lead fights off bravely and triumphant. All evil essentials. White men doing bad things. Uh, let's see. Yeah, that's about mm-hmm. it for C for me. But um, it's funny. Yes, it is the premise. The chick's either deaf, blind... You know, um, in a wheelchair. You know, these these disabled horror movies are like a weird thing now. Mm. But if they're done right, they're 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 good. Uh-huh. Was this done right then? Uh, it was decent. It wasn't great. Okay. It's not like oh my god. I'm trying to think if I fell asleep during it though. No, no, I didn't. That was that other movie, um, the boy behind the door. Mm. Uh, let me see. Um. This is, I think this came out, yeah, release date, January 7, 2022. So it's okay. Box office, 23,000, guys. There we go. Yeah, so narrow release for sure. Well, it only came out VOD. Uh, Okay. So right now, for my list of movies in 2022, I'm putting an H or a T next to them. So, my first movie of 2022 is Alien Director's Cut. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that was at home. Then my second movie was 355. Then C for me. Then another movie I'm going to rate later, The Tender Bar. And then The Boy Behind the Door. Mm -hmm. So, boom. Okay, so this movie I'm rating. C for me, two to five holes, two to five owls. Two to five shots to the head. If you want to um, check out the tender bar, or not the tender bar, but the, <laughs> the C for mm-hmm. me, tender bar is next. But before tender bar, guys, uh, we'll get into it. Spoilers for Dexter, New Blood. Ruh-roh. Spoilers. It had to end, guys. The Dark Passenger had to be silenced.
And who other? Who else could do it other than, only other than, is that what I think I'm saying? Yeah. Who only other than? <laughs> His son kills Dexter, shoots him in the heart with a hunting rifle. Mm. Point blank range. Dexter had to be silenced. He had to be put down. People wanted him mm. to move on. But the th he had to die. This guy had to die. Of course. They set up the whole season. They're like, you weren't happy with the ending last se last time. So we're going to put this whole fucking episode together to where I get shot in the heart with a hunting rifle by my son. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, Dexter, guys. New blood. Will they do a spinoff with the kid? Hopefully not. But they do call Batista in Miami. And he does find out that Dexter's alive. But that's as far as they go with it. He's like, hold on, I'm heading up there right now. And so he's heading up while Dexter's dead. Who the fuck's Batista again? God damn it. It's been so long since I watched the show. He's the Mexican um, uh, detective with a hat. Yeah, he's a Mexican detective with a hat. And he, um... And so, which is good, because people are like, I wanted, I wanted Batista to see Dexter. It's like, no. I wanted Batista to never know who Dexter really was. Mm -hmm. You know? I wanted him to die knowing that he never knew who Dexter was. He never met the real person. You know what I mean? He was just like, oh... He's like, oh, I wanted him to confront uh, Dexter. He's like, no. I want, you want Batista to have... We want Dexter to die with Batista never meeting the real person. I think that's way more better. Way more better. Way more better. <laughs> more better than... <laughs> more yeah. way better. But, you know, and that gets to uh, like kind of a wider thing in storytelling. Like... You should be okay with not knowing. Exactly. And people everything. are, everyone wants to. And I like knowing that Batista's like right now in his head thinking of all the shit that he did. Yeah, He's like, what okay, the fuck? Yeah, now I got Batista. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, um, so in his old age, he's sitting there just going, what the fuck? Right. You know? No, like, <laughs> that's. Some of the best stories I've read or watched or whatever, like they don't have a nice pretty bow on the top at the end. Like you, the, the things that you think about like three months later and you're like, huh, I wonder. Like that's way more, in, that's way better storytelling. Yeah, exactly. It leaves you wondering, then, leaves you thinking. Then the, her the hero rode off into the fucking, you know, into the sunset happy forever like yeah now give me a question mark because the, the story doesn't end we just don't get to see it anymore right like it's like with people they may fall out of the public eye like fuck Gene Hackman right it was the last time you saw Gene Hackman in anything yeah he retired years ago and you just don't see him right but he's still alive. I just saw a, a Twitter post from his agent. He's 91, living in New Mexico, doing his jam. Yeah. 
And I didn't know that until that popped up. And honestly, way better to live that way. Like, well, yeah, you know? dude, he, he's been in the spotlight for so many years. He's like, bye. Well, I, I mean, not for Gene Hackman per se. I'm more that, um, like, just the idea that the stories don't end. You just don't get to hear about them anymore. I think that's a better reminder to all of us. Like, yeah, you don't get to know necessarily. You don't get to have satisfaction. There's no consideration given to what you want. Life just keeps going. It's a better way to live, I think. You know, you, you can't expect like a happy ending to everything. Or an unhappy ending. Sometimes you just don't fucking know. Okay, speaking of happy ending, guys, here we go. Oh, Last... hey, oh. now we're going to talk about masturbation. <laughs> right? uh, sorry, did I your... No, no, no. So Dexter, oh. um, I give three to five ear holes, three to five eye holes, three to five shots to the heart, and he's to blame. He gives love a bad name. He gives love a bad name. Uh, Dexter, kid. What? Dexter or his kid? Dexter. Oh, he gives love a bad name. Okay. All right, here we go. The final movie, guys. And it is... Um... The Tender Bar. Now, if you haven't seen this movie, it's on Amazon Prime, guys. Um... The Tender Bar. You ever heard of it? I just watched it. It's a great movie, guys. A boy growing up on Long Island seeks out father figures among the patrons at his local uncle's bar. Directed by George Clooney. Really? Um, writer uh, William McComan. Based on the J.R. Mulgrimming memoir. Uh, based on a memoir. Starring Ben Affleck as Batman. This is what he's doing after Batman. Um, now, now everything is like that quote of he had a terrible time filming on it. So any movie he's on, it's like, so Ben Affleck had a terrible time filming The Tender Bar. So it's like... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I did see that. That's nonsense. Whatever. <laughs> uh, ben Affleck, uh, Uncle Charlie, Ty Sheridan... Uh, you might know him as put VR goggles on in Ready Player One as JR. Gotcha, gotcha. The main kid from... Uh... <clears throat> yeah, Ready Player One. Yeah. Daniel Ranigi as young JR. Lily Rabe as mom. Christopher Lloyd going back to the future as grandpa. <laughs> Max Marty as the voice. Uh, Reezy Feezy as Wheezy. <laughs> um, <laughs> that sounds a little too convenient, Chris. To no, it's Reezy Felizy as Weasley. Barbara Middleton as Sydney. Max Castella. What has he been ending? Max Castella, because I recognize this motherfucker. Who cares? It's been nothing. Oops. Uh, so it's one of those feel good movies, guys. To where it's a, a guy, a little kid, you know, his mom 
uh, is divorcing the uh, alcoholic abusive father, moves in with the grandpa, Christopher mm-hmm. Lloyd, um, and the brother lives there, a.k.a. Batman, happens to live at the house with the dad. So he becomes like a surrogate father figure to the kid. Mm-hmm. It's a good movie. You'd like it. It is Batman. Here we go, Jackson Brownie. Here we go. What? We haven't heard that one yet. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Jim Croce. <laughs> you can tell it takes place in the 70s and 80s. It's like late 70s to 86. Is uh, basically this whole this whole movie. On Long Island. So if you like Long Island, guys. Uh, I'm trying to run through this. Oh, Paul Simon, 50 Ways to Shoot Your Lover. 50 Ways to Leave Your Lover. Boom. Parish Hill. Here we go, boom. Then they end up with this one right here. Steely Dan, a.k.a. Vibrator. Right? Am I right about that? I don't know, are this, you? Yeah, the Steely Dan is a uh, an old school vibrator. Oh, let's see. The, um... It's like an old school plug-in um, vibrator. Hmm. Boom. Boom. There we go. One of my favorites. I've always hated that song. It's just a weird soundtrack, guys. All the oldies but goodies. Is that Freedom Rock, man? Turn it up, bro. Yeah, that's Freedom Rock. Yeah, that's Freedom Rock, guys. It's Freedom Rock. Um, so if you want to check it out, guys. The Tender Bar. Move, first streaming movie 2022 for me. Um, let's see. Nudity. Mild language. Bowling scene. Shows a version of bowling called Candle Pin Bowling. Which was more popular in Eastern United States. Boom. Did you like that? Good trivia, guys. Grandpa, don't tell anybody I'm a good godfather. Grandfather. (laughs) Uh, Filming locations. Massachusetts. Massachusetts. It's like, wow, big stretch for Ben Affleck there. Uh... My mom saw it. She said it reminded her of um, Goodwill Hunting. Like, all right. How do you like them apples? That's what I told her. And she's like, what? Mm. Come on, Goodwill Hunting. How do you like them apples? I mean, it's been forever since I've seen that. When he so. gets that, when he gets uh, when he gets that girl's number, because mm-hmm. that dude's trying to get her number. Then he gets her number. Then he walks out of the wind and puts it in the window. He's like, how do you like them apples? I have a number on a piece of paper. 
Mm-hmm. That's how outdated this movie is. <clears throat> oh, man, I got a new chair. I'm sitting in it right now. It's too comfortable, though. I'm going to fall asleep in it. Here are the... Um... Well, it's been a while since we've had anybody on the show fall asleep during a show. So. Oh, yeah, ever since uh, Homeboy. James, yeah. James, if you want to listen to people falling asleep on the show, listen to the first two seasons, three seasons of the show. Mm-hmm. You'll hear somebody fall asleep narcolepsy. That's what they call it. Or sugar crash. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to call it. <laughs> One or the other. <laughs> I mean, narcolepsy is like a... <clears throat> Uh, uh, what you call it? God damn it! Uh, a lack of a particular neurotransmitter in your brain—I forget which one—but it all of a sudden it's like a tidal wave of sleep smashes on your head and you fall asleep for narcolepsy. Sugar crash is just you eat terribly and your body shuts down because <laughs> it can't keep up with your bad diet anymore. Yeah, so. Completely different-ish. Let's see. Uh, what else have we run over here before we leave? Um, Sidney Portier died. Oh, yeah. 94. I figured you would have brought that up. I think I did. Maybe I did. No. Well, him and then uh, Robert Durst died. 78. What? Do you, you mean the douchebag who, like, murdered someone? Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, fuck him. I don't really care, but... Sidney Poitier, like that, he was in some great goddamn movies. And um, yeah, so, uh, the first black dude to win a uh, best uh, actor, mm-hmm. right? I forget what movie it is. I've seen the movie. Uh, it's either Look Who's Coming to Dinner or. Um, Which they remade with Ashton Kutcher. Let's yeah, um, <laughs> I'm sure Sidney Portier. I think Sidney Portier was the father in that. That would make it a little better. But, I think he uh, was the dad in that movie. Yeah, it could be. Uh, hold on one sec. Let me see here. Um, blah, blah, blah. Sidney so Portier. won the Oscar for the best actor for Lilies of the Field in 1963. I've seen that movie. I have not at all. But guess who's coming to dinner? And um, Oh, that movie Sneakers he did with... Um, yep, that's what I'm like, saying. That's right. his best movie right there, Sneakers. <laughs> no, that's a great guy. It is. Movie. It is. Robert uh, Redford. Uh, yeah. Sneakers, dude. Bay Area films. Yeah. Come on. But now in the heat of the night was good, and um, nope, it's all sneakers. No, Where he's like, Where not, are you going, midnight? And the guy, <laughs> it's yeah. called midnight, right? Oh man, you're calling Sydney Portier midnight? Ah, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, classic Sydney Portier, right? Um. E3 is shifting to online only, guys. They're going to live blog it. So, (laughs) coming up next, look at these graphics. He's jumping and jumping. Deficit pick of the week is sneakers, right? Yep. Deficit pick of the week, sneakers. There we go. Um, 
Oh, also coming this week is um have you seen Suicide Squad yet? Uh the most recent one yes. with uh, Yes, the good one. Right. Yeah, James Gunn. Yeah, I did. Okay, they're doing the um the um what's his name? What's the spin off what's his John Cena's name? His character. Yeah, not the Patriot fucking Well, they're doing the his spin off HBO Max starts this weekend. Um Yes. And God damn it. And one moment, please. It is the search party has started up again. I'm watching that. Yeah, it is the Peacemaker. Peacemaker, there it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on HBO. <laughs> yeah, so it's more of the same. So it's the that group that was in the office back in the beginning, you know. So it's them betting on who dies and who lives. So it's them and Peacemaker mm-hmm. in a show. So we'll see. Scott Pilgrim animated series is going to be on Netflix. Nah. We'll see how that goes. Righteous Gemstones is back, guys. If you aren't watching that, you need to. <laughs> the, uh, the, um, uh, <clears throat> God damn, what's his name? The tele- televangelist family. Mm, yeah. Uh, basically, they're just, it's, um, God damn it. Danny McBride. Mm hmm. Uh, and John Goodman's the dad. Danny McBride's one of the sons. They run a huge televangelist um, compound. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious. HBO. It's right up there with Eastbound and Down. And, you know, same type of direction, same type of shit. Eastbound and Down, um, Principles, all that stuff they've done on HBO. Uh-huh. Check it out, guys. Okay, what do you got before we get out of here? Um, nothing much. Get your booster. Get your vaccine. Wear a fucking mask. Don't be a dumbass. Omicron is like towards the end of the Greek alphabet. We're almost to Omega. We don't want to get there, so don't be a dipshit. And mm-hmm. uh, Omega. So, so it'd be Alpha and the Omega. How weird would that be? If we all get taken out by the Omega... There's only 24 letters in the Greek alphabet, Chris. But the Omega? Uh-huh. Okay, let's see. There is a... Just, we don't want to get there. Stop being an asshole. Put your mask on. Get a couple shots. You'll be fine. Yeah, I, I, yeah I'm still getting carded to go in to eat in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Like, ah. Uh... Okay, here's my vaccination card. <laughs> well, you know, the way it's going to boil down, if people don't stop being dipshits, we're just going to end up being fucking actually locked down for really reals. Like, no ifs, ands, or buts about it, like we were at the beginning of the pandemic. You know, shelter in place and <clears throat> stay home unless you have to go to work or someplace. Yeah, in yeah. I still had to go to work the whole time. I'm like, yeah. Where, where's my hazard pay, man? Oh, well. well. That, that's your employer. And I'm going to light them all on fire. <laughs> Maybe don't announce that on a podcast. No one knows who they are. <laughs> no one knows who anyone is. Mm. I would say. <clears throat> uh, let me see. I'm trying to find a song we can go out on here. Uh, oh. Let's do uh, Get Dead, Fuck You. What, Bing Bong? What? Get Dead. Is the band. 
The song is Fuck You. Okay, there we go. Get dead, fuck you. Okay, guys, until next time. Uh, bye bye. Adios. Adios. Radios. <laughs> mm -hmm. Peace in the Middle East. Come on.